Dorksiders, welcome to another week of Dork Side of the Ring, the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury, and with me, as always, Adam Tollefson. And that's not a prediction. That is a spoiler. Ooh. Believe that. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that. Paul, new hope, new Paul Heyman guy, new Paul Heyman guy. I love, by the way, that whole, uh, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler is like one of the best. He uses it a lot. But yes, he does. It's fantastic. It is great line. <laughs> it's just perfect. I love that when they, we can talk about that later, but yeah, yeah. When, when they panned over, I was like, yes, they had right. the shot kind of weird. Yeah, we should have. And that was actually last week. Wasn't it when we should have spoke about that, but so we can get into it real quick, but I loved how they had scrap iron. Adam Pierce, Adam Pierce, uh, like delivering the contract to like to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. It was, and good. then the way they shot that, where they had him kind of walk in, and they had Roman sitting there, and then they kind of paint. That was brilliantly shot. Yes, by the it way. was. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows what we're talking about by now, but whatever. Um, no, no, that, that would have been. It, yeah, I was just gonna say I, it wasn't. They did that as a go home. I. My brain's all scrambled when it comes to like two pay-per-views in a row. Dude, how I didn't write you? down in our what you watching segment, which we'll get into in a little bit, folks. Um, I didn't write SmackDown on here because I was convinced I didn't watch it. But now that you say that that was what happened, I 100% did watch it. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I can't keep up. It's just not registering. It all runs together sometimes. True that. Believe that. Believe that. Um, as we record, this is episode number 24. It is September 2nd, 2020. And on this day in pro wrestling history. 1962, Adam. Ooh. Tracy Smothers, a.k.a. Freddie Joe Floyd in 1996 WWF. Is born. I was gonna say. <laughs> Did you think he was gonna win a title? <laughs> I was doing the math, and I'm like, God, he's got to be born, or he sees a wrestling match, and he's two, and it's like, yep, that's it. <laughs> One day I'm gonna be Freddie Joe Floyd. I'm gonna be Freddie Joe Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> I forget my boots. I'll borrow them from Zip. No big deal. <laughs> uh, 1985, Jay Youngblood, a guy that I'm not that familiar with. Most famous for tag team, his tag team with Rick Steamboat in Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. Okay. Passes away at the age of 30 while touring Australia. Hmm. And the only reason why, and I, this is on me, but I mean, to be fair to me also, the guy passed away in 1985. I'm four years old. True. Um, somebody in one of the groups posted something. They're like, I finally got my grail autograph piece or whatever. And it was a tag team with Rick Steamboat and Jay Youngblood. And I'm like, I don't even know who that guy really is. I swear I've heard that name with Steamboat. I don't know. You know what you might be thinking of? What? Ricky Steamboat's real name is Richard Blood. Oh, maybe that's it. Dick Blood. Dick Blood. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) But no, but that might be why you're making that that connection too. Good name change there, by the way. I don't know, man. Dick Blood's pretty awesome. If it was ECW. Yeah. <laughs> then he'd be big dick blood. Big dick blood. <laughs> um, Doesn't spit fire out. He spits blood. I didn't um, look into it, but I mean, passing away at the age of 30, something was weird there. It is the outback, though. There's a lot of crazy creatures over there. Could've Koala been, attack. Could have been a snake bite. 
could have been a, a kangaroo. He was in a boxing match with a kangaroo. Yeah, a dragon bit him. Who knows? <laughs> 1992, WCW broadcast Clash of the Champions 20 from center stage in Atlanta, Georgia, celebrating 20 years of wrestling on TBS, which is crazy because you, th- you think they were running in 1972 on TBS, wow. which is crazy. Um, including a message from Ted Turner and the final public appearance of Andre the Giant, who was in attendance. Oh, shit. Yeah, Andre passes away uh, early into 93. So. I always hear like the final like WWF one or something, but I didn't know his yeah. last one was on TBS. So well, that, I think last week we talked about his last WC, WWF pay-per-view right. was like in the tag team corner of the Bushwhackers yes. or something. Yes, yes. Hmm. 2002, during an edition of Raw... Eric Bischoff creates a new world heavyweight title and awards it to Triple H. WWE champion Brock Lesnar has been signed exclusively to SmackDown by Stephanie McMahon. This must have been during like the first draft. Uh, so a new title was needed for the Raw brand. Okay. The championship belt was a recreation of the big gold belt yep. that had been identified with WCW and NWA. Uh, Triple H would defend the title that night against Ric Flair defeating him with a pedigree after a low blow. How uh, fitting, huh? They recreate the big gold belt and Triple H has got to take out flair for it. Like, it's also weird that you like <laughs> come up with a title and just hand it to a guy. Yeah. Especially a big title. Right. Yeah. I mean, this isn't Taz handing the FTR belt to Brian Cage. This exactly. Is, this is a big deal. Yeah, it's not the 24-7 belt or something. <laughs> and even then, I'm sure that wasn't just handed off. No, I'm sure they had a <laughs> tournament or something. 2007, WWE releases Nick Dinsmore, who had portrayed the Eugene character, which everybody says, like, that guy is one hell of a wrestler and never got to really showcase it in WWE. Yeah, such a strange gimmick, you know. But it was over, like, Rover for a while there. It's uncomfortable one for me. It's crazy. He would be brought back, yeah, me too, I guess, in 2009, but after one appearance on Raw, he would be released again. I'm sure they're probably like, this isn't, we can't, we can't make a guy fake like he has a disability. I feel like I don't know. It's, I it is. Pro you've wrestling. done everything else. Yeah, I yeah, guess I, I don't understand why it's that big of a deal. Different time frame, like two thousand nine. You think to two thousand seven? <laughs> not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> God damn it! Still um, Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> two thousand and eight. This is the last one I got during a conference call with the MMA media. Ultimate Fighting Championship announced they had come to terms with MMA legend and UFC heavyweight champion Randy Couture Mm. to return to the flagship MMA promotion. Couture had been at odds with UFC over contractual issues since late 2007, but was still the champion. Um, His first opponent will indeed be former WWE champion Brock Lesnar in November of 2014. On November 15th in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand, um, Brock Lesnar would win that match with a TKO victory. Do you, uh, have you seen anything recently about Mr. Lesnar? That's in my news. Okay. Um, maybe you can elaborate on it because I just kind of checked into it, but. My, we'll yeah, mine was, I was just, uh, I just did a skim and a headline, so let's wait for news. Sure. Um. That is all I have for on this day in the pro wrestling history. It's now time for the retro raw review. Finally back after the week off. It was weird, right? It was weird. Kind of strange. 
And so this is, um, we're still at the key arena. So these were still taped during that same time that the rest of those were taped. They were just kind of postponed. I wondered about that because Sid comes out in the first match and the crowd's pretty pumped. Did you think that they may have been adding crowd Pumping noise to this? I wondered. During the whole thing, I kind of thought seemed that. a little louder than normal, didn't it? Yeah, and they were dubbing it, you know, like Championship Friday or whatever, and it was obviously taped. So you have the ability to go back and kind of add a little pizzazz if you needed it. I wouldn't put it past them. But the crowd still was pretty. It amped. looked like they're they looked pretty like hot. They were, yeah. but it just still seemed like they ramped it up a little bit volume wise throughout the whole show. They might have. Um, it aired on September fourth on the USA Network, uh, which was. A Friday, it was dubbed Championship Friday, and it was bumped, like we said last week, due to the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament. Um, it's strange because when you go to the WWE Network, uh, it shows up as being on September 6th, which right. would have been... Two days later. Two days whatever. later or whatever. I don't know. It's very strange because... Which that would have made... I know. Sunday? But but then the, the raw I don't know it's fucking weird. That's Anyways. why I had to text you. I was like, you I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> what is what are we gonna like, watch? Should I Google Friday Night Championship? Like, is that in our different category? No, I'd already and- done that. I'd already figured it out. It was weird <laughs> math, but I was like, this is what it is. And then next week it will be literally like two days after this show or whatever. Okay. Um. But yeah, so it's Championship Friday. The show opens up with a nice little video package hyping the WWF Championship bout that we will see later on tonight. Um, I do have a little sound from our very uh, dramatic narrator that's opening up a lot of these Raws lately, but I'm digging it. When you think of a great champion, then this man naturally comes to mind. Shawn Michaels. Strong, beloved, courageous, unquestionably one of a kind. When you think of the quintessential champion, then this man is indeed the antithesis. Vulgar, vicious, despised, a lunatic on the fringe of magnificence. Dean like Ambrose? Shawn Michaels, okay. he too exudes confidence. Like the champion, he too is a tremendous ring tactician. But his cherished battleground is his opponent's fragile psyche, a war zone where insecurity leads the mutiny, and ego is shattered like a bone. Call him weird, repulsive, psychotic. After tonight, we may all have to call him champion. <laughs> Whose voice is that? I don't know, but I love that. Call him weird, psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like someone, like, I feel like we look him up, we'll be like, oh, that is him. I don't that know. is Doc Hendricks. Yeah, it's somebody. <laughs> I know that voice. <laughs> It's like when you're watching an animated show and you're like, yes, you can't put your finger it on will, it when you it, hear it. It's Will Arnett. Yes. yes. <laughs> Nine times out of 10 on the show, it's always Will Arnett. I know. I he loves doing VO work. Yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> so the show opens up, uh, like I said, with that video package. And then we're set for our first match of the night, which is a first round match in the Intercontinental title tournament. Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Psycho Sid. And like you said, Psycho Sid is getting a major pop, yeah. and he's he's like really hamming it up again. Yeah, man, he's getting the crowd going. He's loving it. He's I, on fire. This might have been Sid's like one of his better runs. For I think sure. so. 
Uh, apparently there's an angle going on right now where Mr. Perfect keeps stealing Hunter's women from ringside. Yeah. They, they showed sh- footage like, from, like superstars even, and yeah, shit. And even house shows. Yeah. Like, look at him coming out and taking uh, <laughs> triple H's, uh, escort. <laughs> Strange. Um, I guess it's probably leading to a program between the two, but I don't remember it. They might not get there. They, who, who knows? There's a million things they don't get to, it's right? True. We'll never find out who retribution is, by the way. They're out on Monday. They were. Yeah, I didn't watch. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> All right, this match is over with uh, pretty quickly. Uh, Sid hits like a huge one-handed choke slam. Yeah, I love that. And and then a power bomb, and it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah, is Triple H still just getting the the brunt here? I believe so. Um, he he definitely is like he's the only guy left from the whole curtain call incident that that Vince can really fuck with. You know, yeah. Sean's there, but Sean's his champion, and Sean's in a different level. You think they're like, it's cool though. We're gonna give you a really fine lady friend that's gonna escort you out. You're like, well, that sounds all right. Mister Perfect's gonna come out, take her away <laughs> mid match. Like, oh, all right, keep it going. Which he did. <laughs> Which he did. Kimberly. Kimberly. Uh, I love how after the match, per. Uh, Triple H is looking over at the seat, like where Kimberly was. He's like, "What's going on? <laughs> yeah, where'd she go?" And then pans over to the to the aisleway where they're about to leave through like the raw sign, and Perfect gives them the little. Uh, There's Mister Henning. Yeah, pretty funny. And then we get an update on Ahmed Johnson. We hear from him and his doctors. Yep, he's not a hundred percent, but he's on his way. I think that's what he said. Yeah, I think so too. Marble mouth. <laughs> and then as we get set for the second match of the night, Jim Ross tells us that he's been in this business a long time, but he is going to break the biggest story of his career tonight on Raw. Yes. Uh, and we were talking before the show a little bit. I didn't, I had no idea. I was like, eh. you got, got a sound bite. We'll play it once okay. the time Sweet. comes. Sweet. But um, yeah, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure at this point I'm like, I'm almost certain timeline timeline wise that this is going to lead up to what I think it's going to yeah. lead up. To. All I was going to say is I, I didn't know. What were you speculating? I uh, no, think it was one of those bullshit like, things that they say to keep you hanging around. It was the same thing uh, that he'd say like on the hotline. Correct. You know, I'm no like, hotline this week. I feel like there wasn't one last week either. There was no raw last week either. But, True. But maybe even the week before, you yeah, might be right about that. I feel like that. we haven't talked about a hotline in a while. God damn, I love a hotline. I love the hotline. <laughs> Match two, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mark Marrow. This is another first round Intercontinental Tournament match. I feel like we have seen this pairing like a million times now. Yeah, I'm kind of getting over uh, the whole wild man thing. And I, I think I, I this match much. was like sloppier than... Any other the I've ones seen. we've seen, yeah, yeah, it definitely was. You think if they worked together this much, they'd have dialed it in a little bit. True, but they they weren't. No, but we did get Brian Pillman out for commentary on this one. Yeah, with Kevin Kelly, and he also said that he has some breaking move, news. Uh, it involves Brett the Hitman Hart and when he might be returning to the World Wrestling Federation. Says he's been hanging out with him in Calgary and he's got, yeah, he's got, he's got the breaking scoop. And he will deliver that breaking scoop when he interviews Brett Hart at the upcoming In Your House Mind Games pay-per-view later on this month. I even wrote down here, this match is sloppy as hell um, considering all the work they've done together lately. It was just... It was terrible, really. So at this point for pay-per-views, are they still just doing like the big, I guess, five now or six? Because And every every other one in between them are just in your houses? Yes. Okay. 
Um, but the first few in your houses, they were just like, it was just like in your house, in your house too, two. or whatever. Gotcha. Now we've got to the point with the last few where we're naming them. Sure. Which is the bridge to get to like payback or battleground. Right. Place. I gotcha. You know what I mean? The transition. But no, we are definitely a monthly pay-per-view company at this point. And I think the pr probably the price by this time because remember when they first came out, yeah, it was fourteen ninety five. Oh yeah, I think it was a little shorter. Yeah, I think we're probably at like the twenty five dollar mark now. But your okay. big shows were thirty five or forty or something like that. Yeah. So. Okay. But no, we are we are monthly shows now. Um, the finish to this match comes when Austin shoves uh, referee Mike Kyoto into harm's way as Mero is attempting to kind of like dive back into the ring. Yep. Gets the DQ. Yeah. This causes, um, Mark Mero to actually win the match by disqualification, moving him ahead in the tournament over old stone cold, Steve Austin. And I think they said that he gets to take on Owen Hart in the next round. Okay. They showed a bracket at the beginning of the last, the last Raw we saw when they first started this. Yeah. Tournament. They didn't show it at all in this one. No. It's like, I'd like to follow along. Yeah, Maybe I should have wrote it down, but I thought it'd be one of those things that they'd be flashing constantly. I bet if you wrote it down, it'd still be different anyway. But you the, think so? It happens. Maybe. Look at the, um, Brawford all was like that. Yes. Well, that was due to like injuries and stuff. I think. Sure. But I think they even swapped around shit. Like here was the or, like, initial this guy's one. A better matchup or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's a couple different layouts for that one. And when you got it, it wasn't what they said. It Cause was brawl be. for it all. They said it was like, they, they said that that was a shoot to the point where they were drawing names out of a hat and yeah. this is who you fought. Right. But that nothing is ever that cut and dry. Also. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh, next up, we see the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, making his way to the ring where Jerry Lawler is mocking the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's time for a burial. Uh, oh, also, though, Henry, I, I wrote down here that uh, he made Shane O'Mac sweating <laughs> look like... Bro. Like you. Yes. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, is it just the lights? Or you, maybe he's just not used to being out... He out was there sweating like, that. like oh my crazy. gosh. Yeah. Agreed. I, t I didn't write that down, but I noted it in my head. I was like, it was like I a mean, first the, question. The, he was just the beads <laughs> of sweat. And you could see like his shirt was all <laughs> yeah, wet. It was coming like, in. It was amazingly big sweaty. Man, I get it, but yeah, sure. but still. Um, <laughs> do you remember the Olympics joke that uh, <laughs> Jerry Lawler made? Do I? <laughs> What does Jake the Snake have to, in common with the Olympics? The 96 Olympics in Atlanta? Yeah. They both, both got, got bombed. bombed. <laughs> it's like, damn, man. Lawler has no... He doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was fucking crazy. He challenges Mark Henry to a wrestling match. And Mark's like, you want to fight? I'll fight right now. He's like, no, 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 dummy. I said a wrestling <laughs> yes. match. And we all know that you are not a trained wrestler. <laughs> He's like, this isn't the world's... <laughs> This isn't the World Street Fighting Federation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still on his still on his toes, you know. Like Lawler's still good with the with the quips and, and comeback. Oh, he's good, no doubt about it. Um he kinda Mark Henry admits that he's like greener than grass. He's like, yeah. No, I have signed, but I do need to get formal training kind of thing. Right. And then Lawler calls him a coward, says that he's yellow. The and then yellow. Uh, and then uh, that causes Mark Henry to accept the challenge. We don't know when it's going to happen. I would assume pretty quickly. I still can't get over the fact that 
Mark Henry's starting at this time. He just seems <laughs> summer so of '96. Later, I know. Had but good. No, nope, it's him. right here. It's dude. right here. <laughs> Uh, after that, we got Mankind and Paul Bear. They're heading to the ring for a match with Alex the Pug Porto. Uh, but this is not why we are here. And I have the sound right here. No, it's not, Kevin. The, the breaking story we talked about early in the program that I really believe will be the biggest story of the year in the World Wrestling Federation is this. Big Daddy Cool Diesel and the bad guy Razor Ramon are on their way back to the World Wrestling Federation. I have that on very good authority from some very reliable sources. Unbelievable news, JR. What, what are your comments on that? <laughs> I remember this live. Yes, me too. Do you remember that? And I'm, I just remember thinking like, ah, maybe something went south down there. Maybe they just, maybe something went down south, down south. <laughs> maybe they opened up the pocketbooks and it was just In like... My- in my head, I don't even like, as I'm watching this as like a 15 year old, I don't think I even think about contracts and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I feel like you can just jump ship whenever you want. Maybe that was it. And that could be. That could be. I just I, like, I remember thinking, because we were always WWF kids yes. for the most part. But you can't tell me once Nitro started going, especially once the New World Order started going, you weren't flipping channels like a madman. I started click, click. Clicking back and forth at that and point. And if the NWO was on, I'm staying put. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't need to see Mankind versus Alex the Pug Porto. Exactly. I don't need to see Mark Merrill versus Stone Cold uh-huh. for the 18th time. Right. I want to see this new shit. Yep. So then when Jim Ross says that Big Daddy Cool Diesel and the bad guy Razor Ramon are on their way back, I'm like, holy shit. One, because Razor's my guy. Yep. And two, I'm like, that's the hottest shit going right now. Like, how is it going to... How's how's this work? How's this work? <laughs> boy, does it not work. Boy, what is it? It was a work. It was such a work. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking crazy, dude. I can't I still can't believe they did that. And this match, it's just a straight up mauling. And it also sorry, it, it oh, all, go ahead. It also totally like um fueled the idea of I'm like, well maybe maybe the two are working together as far as the federations or, or like, you're right. Maybe you can hop back and forth. Well, that's kind of what they were you know portraying what on nitro too, is that oh, they were it, from the other, other team yes. heading over. Like, okay. So that was real. They did go over there as WWF guys, you which know? if you think about it now, it just helps nitro, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It, it is weird. It but, miss- but at the same time now you're like, well, I got to see when they come back then. Well, fuck. Yeah. You you're know? not going to so, miss that. Yeah. But that's just like a week. You're going to, you're, you're hot. You're, 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 you're going to be let jig down is too. Up. Yes. Is it, <laughs> as soon as you lay eyes on what happens, you're going to be like, oh, you fuckers. How dare you insult my intelligence? <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Um, mankind. He has to look so strong in this match because he's in the main event of the next in your house challenging for the WWF championship. Um, Jim Ross also says that Olympic medal winner, Kurt angle was in Stanford this week meeting with officials and then mankind wins the match easily with a mandible claw. So we get two Olympic athletes, one on screen and the other one mentioned Hmm. in this match. And I think of Kurt Angle as way later on too. Like in my head, Kurt Angle's like 99, dude. I don't, I I know I'm wrong on that, I heard a fa- yeah he uh, yeah I, am I I think so no I was thinking even like two thousand two thousand one I'm not sure but apparently the seeds at least the seeds were planted right here that's crazy um also you mentioned earlier uh 
you mentioned somebody that hadn't heard that name for a while, and he beat Kurt Angle. That that name is Eugene. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. What? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Then we are treated to footage from this past week's, it was called CME Experience. I love it when they go back and show like these weird things that the uh, that the superstars of the World Wrestling Federation have been invol- involved yes. in. Whether it's like the Kuwait tour yes. or, uh, which by the way, did you see the last time they interviewed Ahmed Johnson? He had like his Kuwait trophy or whatever behind him. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um but this, uh, Kevin Kelly says the CNE experience or something. He's like, it's like a week long fair. They celebrate it all across Canada or something. But it's like it, for the Special Olympics, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but the highlight is Sid tug of war. <laughs> yeah. Sid is involved in a tug of war match and a losing effort with Angus, the undefeated elephant. <laughs> but then Sid rallies his troops of a bunch of special uh, Olympians. Special need kids. And they. Uh, they then uh, succeed in moving the elephant, which do you think that I feel like the elephants just trained like, and then they're like, once the special needs guys get on there, we're going to, we're going to like give the elephant the high sign. He's going to take a couple steps forward. Well, I would like to hope so. Cause otherwise they're just putting out a bunch of special needs kids against a goddamn elephant at, at any point could go wrong. Like what happened? The elephant charge. I've heard they're very strong. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe they had the world's strongest man hanging in the, in the in the wings just in case. They also showed like footage from a live show that they ran, um, like a wrestling show, and like Roddy Piper was there. It yeah, looked like Roddy, a great time. Yeah, it did. Roddy Piper came out unannounced and cut a promo in his sweet leather jacket. And That's yeah, fantastic. It great. So, uh, Sid played some softball. Yes, they didn't show it. <laughs> they I, show I thought it. they were going to. <laughs> yeah. Now, did they say he played softball or that the the event was held at a softball stadium? Ooh, maybe that. Maybe because I was thought it. that's what they said, and I'm like, am I going to get to see Sid Jack a home run here? You're telling. I would think that they would find t- Sid would find time for at least batting <laughs> practice. <laughs> Or maybe it's just like, can we get a pickup game at like eight before this whole thing goes over? Yes. <laughs> Piper's here. Yeah, I got, I got a third baseman already. Oh, dude, that'd be fantastic. Piper, play, I was really third, looking. Right? Yeah. Right. I'm like, we're gonna see Sid. He's gonna have the stirrups on. I picture Sid having all the gear. Yeah, you know I think what I mean. So. Definitely. He's not just showing up in a cutoff shirt, guy. He's got the. I feel like he's carrying a complete uniform. I got my glove in the car. Yep. <laughs> Uh, as we get back to the arena, Adam, Bob Backlund is in the ring addressing the crowd. He says that he's soon bringing back the man that will once again win the WWF championship. And his mentor. But for now, he's going to introduce the man's mentor. I did not see this I coming. I did not either. I don't remember this at all. The Iron Sheik. <laughs> the Iron Sheik. Comes out. The guy that beat Bob Backlund for the championship in like 1983 or 81 or something. The fuck you, break your back, make you a humble Iron Sheik. Oh, that was... And when he Iron Sheik... A, he cut a pretty good promo. He, you think he did? Yeah. I couldn't understand fuck all of that promo. Really? And the announcers kept talking over him. And then they went to break while he was still talking. I feel like in the truck, they're like, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. If you look at like abort, his... Abort, abort, abort. <laughs> <laughs> break the back on this thing right now um if you look like at his like 
Howard Stern interview where it's just him quiet on a mic in comparison to this with the live crowd and stuff. Oh, I'm not saying he wasn't talking. I thought he did pretty well. Hey, that's how he talks, I think dude. you need to revisit it. I just saw it two days ago. <laughs> I feel like you need to go back. Mr. Bob Backlund. I don't know. I think he started out strong in the first like 10 seconds. And then the last 45 seconds were like a blur. I might have got up and got something to drink. Who knows? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Uh, the main event of the night, as we know, is Goldust versus Shawn Michaels for the WWF Championship. Right as this one gets underway, they show a Playgirl magazine that features WWF champion Shawn Michaels, which is on newsstands this Monday. But by the way, we should say this is an adult magazine. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that they did that. <laughs> Me too. And then they do show like some photo, uh, some like behind the scenes of the of the shoot or whatever, which I thought I'm like, I cannot believe that they're doing that they're showing this. Right. And none of it was risque or whatever, but it was still like That's still a goddamn uh, it's the equivalent of Playboy. It's you know a nudie I mean? mag. It's a nudie mag. Exactly. Nudie magazine day. Exactly. It was just strange. <laughs> um Goldust gets in a ton of offense in the early goings and Sean takes a beating like no one else. We've said that before. And Goldust, despite the weird gimmick, that fucking guy can go. I mean, he's still going. Yeah. But I don't think I ever appreciated it in this era. Yeah, I agree. Going back and watching him now before I was just like, I hate that guy because they wanted me to hate that guy. Sure. So now I'm, I'm like, good on you. Good. Goldust is doing good. I, I love like, that uh, in Wrestling with Shadows, Bret Hart, when he's like talking about the backstage antics and he's like, not everything is what you see or what, you know, not everything you see is what is real life or whatever. And he's like, take Goldust, for example. He couldn't be any different from his character. He plays, he plays, you know, uh, an androgynous character that pushes a lot of homophobic buttons. Yeah. But in real life, He's just a Texas redneck. But it's like, yeah, you're right. That is what they wanted you to think is that this guy's so fucking weird and strange. And we don't like weird and strange. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Um, but I, when I go back and watch this kind of stuff, I really appreciate. I did too. I'm like, Goldust is killing it. He was, man. Um, they do show a short little backstage thing where mankind's lurking in the arena that he's like, Oh, sexy boy. Yeah, I got a, I got surprise. a surprise for you. <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm thinking, God damn it. This match is going to end up in some bullshit because they show him like peek behind a curtain and you can, and you see, can the see the crowd, the ring. right? Or the ring. the ring. That's what it was. So I'm like, Oh, mankind's going to do a fucking run in and we're fucked on this one. You just sounded like uh 16 candles. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, sexy girlfriend. Uh, what's that guy's name? I can't, uh, oh, um, something dong or something. Yeah, I think it's long duck dong. <laughs> long your duck father, dong. your grandfather is talking to you. Yes. Uh, 80s movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, this was like a this was a good match, especially yeah, for a main event, and the fact that I thought it was going to end up in some bullshit. But Shawn Michaels hits that pulls it out quick, hits that moonsault, and the, covers him for the win the same way he did with Vader at SummerSlam. Yep. But as soon as the the bell rings, mankind hits the ring. But Shawn powders before becoming a victim to he the numbers game. He sensed it. He sensed it. Got out of there like a smart man. Him and Jose get the fuck out of there. And the show goes off the air with Paul Bearer flashing like a sinister grin. Evil Paul Bearer is pretty good. I like evil Paul Bearer. I do too. It's a yeah, pretty good character. It's it way is. better than the riling up the crowd with the urn Paul Bearer. I agree. Me. I think so too. 
So yeah, join us next week. We're going to take a look at the September 9th, 1996 edition of Monday Night Raw. Check it out on the network or uh, wherever you outlaws get your WWE content. But for $9.99 a month, and they don't pay us to say that. It's true. It's a hell of a deal. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Oh, Adam, are you ready to hear that music in a couple weeks on Raw? Fucking A, the return. <laughs> the big return? <laughs> Huge pop, dude. Huge pop. <laughs> What's that guy's name? That I was just going to ask you. It's uh, it's Rick Titan. Rick Titan. That's what it was. He recently passed. Not that long ago. R.I.P. Rick. Apparently he's a Canadian. I don't know if he was actually a Canadian dude, but he was definitely like in that Canadian circuit and worked with Jericho and those guys as they were coming up. Yeah. I think and he, I think kind of showed them the way. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's cool. Jericho speaks pretty fondly of old yeah, Rick Titan. I think I've heard that as well. All right, so the first um, news bit was yesterday, as we record this on Tuesday, Ringside Collectibles took to social media to announce that their next Ringside exclusive figure would be up for pre-order today as we record this. Walter? Walter. Nice. It's pretty cool, too. It's got a soft goods uh, jacket, that Ring General jacket, comes yeah. with the NXT UK title. Um, it, it looks amazing. I mean, it doesn't fit my shit, so I'm not going to get it. But I like Walter. I love Walter, dude. He's kick-ass. Haven't seen much of him lately. No, no. And I keep wondering if that whole NXT um, division is just going to implode because of all that stuff. Oh, right. I didn't think about that. There were so many UK guys on that whole uh, speaking out thing. Yeah, it's true. That I, that I just... Is there an NXT UK right now? Yeah. There is. I okay. don't know. God, I'd have, to, I'd have to look and see when the last show they ran. Right. But that, That's interesting. It's weird, you know. Yeah, that could they could just be like, oh, let's just put it on the back burner, put it on now. hold. I don't, I don't know. Well, like the rest of those other two Imperium guys were on. You know, they were holding the tag team titles in NXT, NXT. until last week, right? We yeah. never talked about that, but Breeze Angle beat them last week that's, for the titles. That's right. Was weird. That was weird. Um. So yeah, that's up for pre order, and I don't know when it's expected to ship. Um. But it's twenty four ninety nine on Ringside Collectibles. Get over there if you want to check that out. Brock Lesnar, we talked about it earlier, said that he was removed from the talent page. Well, Brock didn't say it, but I saw probably the same headline you did. Yeah. Said that his his he's no longer on the talent page on WWE.com. All his merch has gone in here, too. Really? Yeah. That I did not hear. Yeah. But that's always a very strong indicator as to like someone's status within the company. Right. So, I, I swear I've heard guys say that they before they even knew they got canned, they Someone said, hey, your, your shit gone? got moved from Raw to um, the alumni the alumni section Ooh. or something. I also saw a thing with um, <laughs> like Dana White. Like, I don't know if he was just like an ask me anything or if it was an actual interview or what, but they asked if uh, if he would be cool with Brock Lesnar versus John Jones. And he was like, oh, if both guys are serious about fighting each other. Absolutely. We'd be into that, you know, so I don't know. What's the weight difference there? Jesus, a lot, right? I mean, I know Brock skips leg day, but that still seems like a lot of weight. It does. <laughs> it's uh, 
Is John the one that was got in all the trouble? Yeah, constantly fucking up. Nah, that's a dumb question. I think then I don't. I don't see him coming back anytime soon. I used to love that guy. Me too. I and think everybody just did. kept fucking up and yeah, fucking man. Up. At a certain point, like people love a redemption story, and you can fuck up, and then you can atone for it, and it's even like better for your story. But when you just keep doing it, people you gotta just get, get to sick a, of it. You gotta get to atoning at some point. It's yeah. like friends, like, <laughs> like go to rehab or something, dude. You gotta come. You gotta. I don't know. You know, people that have like seven DUIs, and it's like, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah. At a certain point, I or, can't. Or the NFL player that gets caught with like twenty five pounds of weed or whatever. You're like you, how much? What was your last check? Let me see your last check. And I'm always dick. like, especially like with the NFL guys, I'm always like, don't you just have a person for that? Yeah. Also. Brutus Beefcake was set to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Ed <laughs> Leslie. Go get, go, get go get Ed Leslie. <laughs> um, but no, and then especially with the guys that like keep in the NFL and stuff that keep getting popped for weed. And it's like your career is very short. Yeah. Like in the grand scheme of things, I bet if you looked up the average length of an NFL football player's career, it's like four years. Right. Like, can't you just fly the straight and narrow for four years? And then you have all the money in the world and you can do as much fucking weed as you want. Yes. Yeah. It's all, it's always so weird to me. That is weird. Um, I think the Brock thing is, you know, he's, I mean, that man's been living the quarantine lifestyle for years. And I don't know what his status is. If he, you know, he's in what Saskatchewan or something like that. Right. If travel's even, you know, a thing. But the I whole thing. I think he him, has a jet. Probably. But you would think, like, why would you take his merch off and stuff? Unless there was, that seems petty to me. It seems like there's a. We should a, double check that. But that's what I thought. I, that's what I thought I read. Interesting. Yeah. That's weird. Definitely. It's definitely something to follow. Yeah, we should. We'll. we'll We'll investigate. As far as figure news, uh, more figure news. I've seen with my own two eyes, Adam, Elite 78 at a Walmart here nearby. Oh, boy. It was in Whitewater. Um, that lot, that uh, wave, if you will, has the Matt Riddle with the kickoff flip-flops. Flip-floppies. Um, Kofi Kingston, Naomi, Drake Maverick, R-Truth, Randy Orton. And it has the Chase superstar Billy Graham. Oh, that's right. Did not see that on the shelf. I saw just, I don't think I saw Naomi, but I saw every other figure in the line there and none of them fit my criteria. So I passed on all of them. So um, there you go, kids. If you uh, like you, like any of them, they're in, they're in whitewater. Well, if we get enough of a following, I wouldn't have a problem with a lot of these uh, other, especially figure podcasts and stuff like that. They put it out there like, Hey, I'll, you know, if, if people are looking for stuff, I have no problem picking it up and sending it to somebody for what I paid plus what it cost me to ship it. I don't need to make any money off it. Right. Uh, especially this common stuff that I don't want. I'm at enough stores where I could do that, but nice. I don't know. Uh, as far as purchases, did you get anything? I got a Hasbro you don't have. What'd you get? Skinner. Oh, <laughs> hate the mold. It's the shittiest one of all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a statue. It's the it's the giant Gonzalez mold. Yeah, yeah the feet go. <laughs> you know what else? There's there's a w ultimate warrior, the third ultimate warrior, which I don't have. The purple. The purple warrior yeah. has that too. But yeah, I hate that. Push down on the feet and the arms kind of flail like crazy. I might... Well, okay, so there's one with the green and white where he's got, like, the gorilla press pose, right? Yep, and then there's a jumper. Okay, I have the jumper. I was thinking, I think I might have that purple one. I don't. I have the jumper. The jumper, I think, was Series 1, and yep, the uh, gorilla press was Series 2, I think. Okay. And then they 
couple series down the road, they had the the purple warrior with that stupid, and you got to get it. And that warrior is expensive. It's like 40, 50 bucks. And, and I don't love it, right? but I, I'm I, eventually I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and get it. Just same thing with that Skinner. I see that thing come up all the time. And I'm I just know. like, I'm just praying to get that in a lot at some point. So I don't find it fucking, at a rummage sale or something. I just can't click the button that says buy Skinner. What'd you pay for Skinner? I'd have to look ballpark it. I don't know. 15, 12 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not, you're you're fine there. I mean, you're, you're totally fine there. That's what it's worth. But at the same time, thirty nine bucks. No, you didn't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be pretty funny though if you did that. Oh, I will say this. Did you get anything else? Um. Yes. No. I think I talked about. I got all those uh, micro brawlers, but I think I talked. You about did those last, last week. week. Okay. Yeah. Um. As I was talking about those sixteen bucks total. That's not bad. That's still fine. Right. Um. With the other figure groups, uh, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, if you are in their Patreon at any level, so you can pay like a dollar a month, you can get in their Facebook group. Oh, yeah, I need to do that. And these guys are constantly buying, selling, and trading figures. They're wheeling and dealing all the time. And they have a rule that if something is current, okay, like on the shelves at Walmart right now, you can only charge like cost plus shipping. That's awesome. So that, that works out right. And now that I say that, that is a great rule, but I did not get this off that page. This was a different page, but either way, the elite 77 that's you're seeing in stores all over the place. Now that's the one, the SummerSlam wave with the yep. fiend and you yep. know, miss Elizabeth and all that. The Walmart exclusive chase in that set is the classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah. So a guy was selling it in one of the groups for 25 shipped. Oh, nice. And I was like, dude, if you find it on the peg at Walmart, it's 16 bucks. Right. Right about there. Yeah. You know, you pay tax on that. Let's just say you're at 17. Let's say you ship it. That's another eight bucks or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy, the, the price was fine. Fine. Um, so that came today. So classy Freddie Blassie, 25 shipped, which I didn't think was that bad. However. I like the cane. Um, Not that cane. I had to take His the kids. Cane. <laughs> that's gotta be Kane. <laughs> I took the kids um, to Walmart on Monday to grab the last of my daughter's school supplies. She went to kindergarten first day today. Nice. Did you get a brandy? Um, no, they still don't have brandies in stores. I heard they're like on eBay for a crazy amount of money. Yeah, because Ringside had them. That's it. So that was they're it. still not. Up. But don't. They're gonna but, be in Walmart. You said that. Any you day. said that. I thought maybe they came out, and then I'm like, people are going nuts. I'm like, should I go no, get a brandy? People are just going nuts. But you're not gonna find a brandy in the store yet. They ain't out but yet. they will. Gotcha. But I did find a classy Freddie Blassie for fifteen dollars. Nice. And I was like, I'm not gonna not get the Chase figure right. in the set. Like I've always said that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you. I, I'm looking. The one I paid twenty five for. I'm looking to just offload it for 25. I don't know. Okay. Maybe, I don't know if it's something you're into or something our buddy Jake who listens to the show is into. Jake's got a Brian Pillman legends that I really want. Dude, every time I'm over there. He knows I want it. I and I'm like just staring at all of his toys. And, and then I, it was funny because he goes, he was in the middle of a conversation with somebody else at one point. And he goes, he stops and says, and you look and he goes, what are you up to over there? And I'm like, <laughs> notice you got two Rick Rude Hasbros. <laughs> And he just starts laughing. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jake, I, I know it's not, it ain't going to be me. You don't want it. No. Um, it's not like going to be a, oh, a straight up trade for this Brian Pillman that goes for like 80 bucks, but 
I don't know, man. I bundle in a couple nasty boys or something. I don't know. There's room to I talk here. I feel like here. Jake wants a classy Freddie Blassie. I think he needs one. I think he needs one, too. Well, I'll be over there Friday night. 100% so needs maybe one. I'll, maybe I'll uh, put um, in the good word for you. Oh, non-wrestling related. I'll Same call, Walmart call, trip. I'll call him a pencil neck geek if he doesn't. Yeah. There you go. You better. Same Walmart trip. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the Duff Leopard. One arm drummer. Rick Allen. <laughs> I didn't know that was his name. Funko Pop. I didn't either. I was looking through the Funko Pops, and again, I'm wow. like, if I find that one arm drummer, no I'm getting shit. it. And there he is. I had to get it. I couldn't not pay. I, I had to get it. You don't have the damn soundbite from the Bloodhound Gang that we talked about. <laughs> I should. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I really fucked up there. That's all right. Um, and then the last thing oh, that I got. The band. Yeah. yeah, they're all in there. You can get the whole band. I, that'd be really cool if they do that with other bands that I'm into. You get yeah. the whole set and shit. Right. Um, but That's yeah, awesome. right now I'm sitting with just a one arm drummer and I'm okay. Yeah. My, I got a big box on Sunday, um, from ringside collectibles and it was my, my fucking raffle winning finally Adam. So I got the, Oh shit. You got a little bit of the bubbly, bubbly, little bit of the bubbly Jericho. I haven't opened it yet. I cut the tape, but I was like, I don't know. I just wanted, uh, I guess I wanted to share the moment with you. That's kick ass. And I don't know. We're kind of running, we're running a little bit so we can get a little late for all the, uh, what you watching. Cause I do have a lot. Yeah. No worries. So maybe we'll open that after the show. I got to get better at posting the stuff on the goddamn Instagram. I was doing really good for the first like 10 and then I've fallen off completely. Uh, the last thing in the box though was oh, the shit. big ring. Yep. It came. The elite scale ring or the authentic scale ring. With Kenny. With the uh, exclusive Kenny Omega figure, which that figure actually looks pretty damn cool. I think it looks better than the than the Kenny that's in the stores. Um, it's kind of got the blondish hair and the oh, highlights yeah. in the hair. The salt and pepper know. hair. I just think it looks awesome. And um, I was on the fence as to what to do with this ring. And the whole reason why I got it, like you guys know, I usually collect legend stuff. But I was like, when it... When, <laughs> My whole thing was some the only legends that were available in this raffle were like Elite 77. I was like, I'm pretty confident I'm going to find all of them in the store, which I did. That's so I was like, cool. why not use a winnings on a, uh, you know, $100 ring or whatever. I'll never fucking, I would have never bought that on my own. Right. So it's like, now I kind of just want to build it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to build it. I think you should. <laughs> you think there's collectors going, no, what are you doing? No, I don't think so. Like, like I don't see the price. Although I will say like some of the, some of the early Jack's rings, like I would in a heartbeat trade that ring for like a, a WrestleMania ring, you know, the blue ring, they had the, the authentic scale blue ring from like WrestleMania one, or they did one for WrestleMania two. Oh no shit. That comes with the big blue cage. Oh, I've never seen that. And that dude, it's like 300 bucks online oh, wow. right now. So it's, mm. I don't know. I would in a heartbeat. I do have a, uh, I have a Jack's hell in a cell that I got off Facebook marketplace that when I do see them pop up on eBay, they pop up on eBay for like 500 bucks. Holy shit. And I haven't put it together and I might, I, I would love to just trade that straight up for one of those. I want one of those big blue rings is what I'm getting at. 
You know what I like is that if you ever go to jail and need bail money, it's just going to be like, I need you to sell the hell in the cell in the basement. Like, I got you. I've actually already thought about like if my car took a shit, right. I'd be like, just bop, take down bop, all bop. those day posters and just sell them all off for a couple hundred a piece. We'll be fine. Like I've that has gone through my head. That's insane. Right. Mm -hmm. It's weird because some people look at it and I don't, I don't look at it as an investment, but it somewhat is like, yeah. Some of the shit is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. All turns to bail money eventually. <laughs> All roads lead to bail money. <laughs> it's now time for What You Watching, where we discuss what in the world of professional wrestling we've watched this week. It could be current product, vintage viewing, or anything in between. Nothing is off the table, or ladder, or chair. You know what I'm talking about. You are out of the elite. Me and Hangman, we're both out of the elite. Dude. I got kicked out first. <laughs> on the Long Jer time on the ago. Jericho cruise. That was Jericho cruise. <laughs> Can't talk. You can't talk to Cody like that. Yeah. Well, I was, well, was mostly Brandy. And Brandy. Yeah. You can't talk to Brandy like that. Is yeah. what I should have said. Trying to get a shot of Brandy, bro. <laughs> um. Yeah. AEW Dynamite. That was. Uh, it was pretty good. They had that gauntlet match with the tags. That was fun. And I like the way they did that too because they rank their shit in AEW. Right. So it's like you should have the advantage being the number one contender to come in last. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, you shouldn't start with it. Like, yeah. What the hell? Anytime yeah. they do that shit in WWE, it's just a random draw it kind is. of thing or whatever. So I like the way they did that where like the t four ranked team took on the three ranked team and then they had a match. And then as soon as that match is over, the next, the two ranked team comes out or whatever. Right. And yeah, like you said, Hangman Page like held on to Nick Jackson's leg. Wouldn't let him get in the ring, and that allowed Matt to get rolled up. Yeah, man. Against, and I also like that they did that not in the last match. Right. It wasn't that the shocker. Into it, it, just, it did. And then FTR ended up winning it, which if I'm FTR, I'm like, why do I have to fucking be in this match anyways? We're number one contenders, but true. Either way, it was good. That was a, that was really good. He went at Paige went to look at him. Yes. And then they kicked him out. Yeah. After the they go backstage the later like on the yeah. show and they kick him out of the elite. You're out of the elite. You're out of the elite. I'd be like, fucking good. Yeah. Sick of you and Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are dicks. What else happened in that one? Um, oh, the contract signing with MJF. I like that. That was fun because I thought I had it pegged. And I'm like, oh, I know how this goes. And, you know, they kind of poke fun at it, too, as far as, like, oh, every contract uh, yep. it, it turns into a, a fight. And I don't know who the hell lawyer dude is. But yes, you do. Who is it? You've met him in person. What? The lawyer dude is smart Mark Sterling, who is the producer and third man on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. Holy shit, in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. And so he's one of Kurt Hawkins' creative pro guys, trained with MJF. Yes. And that's where the tie oh is there. Oh, my God. I was you know, like, I... Okay. And he's going to wrestle Moxley tonight because uh, that's right. He, the, the, Page 17, bro. Yeah. So that's like Mark <laughs> Sterling's kind of gimmick. His name is Smart Mark Sterling. And, <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, that's perfect. And yeah, so <laughs> so that's who it is. You do know who it is. Yes. And I think that's really cool yes, that he's have. getting this shot. You've met him. 
That's funny though, right? That's so great. That's a blast. So yeah, I like that. And then I like the um, sit down, dickwad. I thought that was gonna be your open this week. <laughs> would have been great. That would have been good. I had what? to go with the higher, uh, not higher, but mm, I, I'm a sucker. For, I'm a Heyman guy, dude. You are a Paul Heyman guy. I've always known that about you. Um, the last thing that I remember from this show was Sammy Guevara. Matt Hardy in a tables match that ended kind of brutal. That was wicked. Why was the chair underneath the table yeah. when he took the superplex? Because it's another step of brutality. I don't think you needed it. I don't think you needed it. Gross. it I was like, God damn, yeah. man. Um, at the very end, Orange Cassidy came just. Oh, yeah. Just like balls dude, to the wall. Yeah, from, like full sprint. From one tunnel and then took out Jericho, <laughs> who was awesome. on commentary. Yeah. So I, I'm not really jazzed about the, I, I think the name's kind of dumb. Oh, the Mimosa Mayhem or whatever it's <laughs> yeah, called. We should, we didn't talk about that last week either. Right. 500 cases <laughs> of champagne. <Yeah. laughs> so there's like a tub they're going to throw yeah, a guy into. I'm not, yeah, it's, that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. It's probably not fine, but <laughs> <laughs> it'd be entertaining. Hopefully. Um, that was good. Or, I mean, good enough. Uh, so, and then, yeah, tonight's the go home to all out then, right? Yeah. Okay. Tonight is the go home to all out Saturday. I don't know if it's on like traditional pay-per-view, but it's definitely on that Bleacher Report app. Yep. I think it starts at seven. We'll get that. That'll be fun. We, me and Adam got a fantasy football draft that night. Watch some, watch some all out. We were at all out last year. I know, dude. I've been, uh, I was looking at some <laughs> This pictures. is my first all show I've missed. I know. God damn. It'll be all home. But everybody is, so I can't really Very say, true. you know, there's nothing I can there's nothing I can do about it. Nope. Um, we've gotten two episodes of NXT since the last time we recorded. Yeah, man. The one, which just glaze over it really quick. You were right. Carrying cross, separated shoulder, had to relinquish huh? the title. Remember we talked about it last week? Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Setting up a, at least it wasn't a tournament. I was like, I'm, I can't do another tournament. They've been so many tournaments. Yes. I actually like the fact that they're like, we're going to take the four like cornerstones of NXT. Yep. You guys are going to be in a four-way Ironman match. That's nuts. I was like, holy shit, okay. So it was Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, and Finn Balor. Yep. And Breezango defeated Imperium for the tag team titles. I guess that was this week. It was, well, it was the night we recorded this or whatever. Right. And Stu Bennett is back, a.k.a. I'm Wade commentary, Barrett. which I like. Me too. I, I, I'm a sucker for English dudes in commentary. I, I like it too. Nigel. Nigel, Lord Alfred Hayes. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> he was always like Vince's bitch, though. Yeah, he was. Anyways, do you want to get right into the... We might as well. We'll just stay on the NXT train real quick. So then NXT has their special Tuesday night show last night. Oh. Did you watch that? I did. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> um, basically, the, the first half of the show is kind of meaningless. Yeah. Um, but we get into that Iron Man match. And it was a good match. But being that it's on TV and you have to have like six commercial breaks, right. really fucking it took does me take, out of it. Me too, I agree. I, I will say that uh, my wife had a rough day and I was like, I, I had it on and she like, she had to work two jobs. She gets home and I'm like, hey, what can I get you? Da, da, da. And then we sit down and I go, hey, you can turn this. She's like, I got nothing else. So well, you, you can keep this on. I was like, okay. And it was just starting. And I was like waiting for her to be like, 
How long? Holy fuck! Like, and I'd be like, it's an Iron Man match because they used to have the calendar the whole time. Yeah, they and don't be, do that no more. No, and I think that's smart. Yes, it is smart. And this wasn't live, live. True. So you can, you can put the countdown, especially when it comes into play at the very end. Yes. At a certain point, with about. It goes about a half an hour with any without anybody getting a fall. Right. Then everybody gets then a fall. Then everybody gets one. Yeah. And then um, Cole gets... Cole. Yes. Or no, I think Finn. Was it Finn got the second one first? Yeah. And then Cole. And then Cole very yes, last. because Cole got three, the last two, shot. One. And they when the, he was like trying to roll him I'm over like, all the way. You're, you're not going to make it. <laughs> but I think it. they fudged that time. I think they did too. I think it stuck on three for like... <laughs> Two seconds. I think I don't it's know. stuck on one for a little longer than one, too. But yeah. either way, so so to drag it out further, Finn Balor gets two victor two falls, and Finn Balor gets. Did I say Finn twice? It's Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Yes, in sudden death for next week. Next week, and that's going to be good too. That's also on Tuesday, but I guess they are replaying. They're replaying the show on Sci Fi Network. Really? Just to like not let AEW run unopposed. What the fuck? But AEW, AEW did the same shit last week when they didn't have a show. When NXT ran uh, on Wednesday, yeah, the AEW put their uh, all out from last year on YouTube for free. Oh, so I've yeah, been like, watching it's it. Just something to like, just throw something just else. That's throw why. Something. Yeah, that's okay. why. Yeah, it's you like gotta play tit, the game. I guess tit for tat, dude. Um, I was watching it too. Who do you think's gonna win the t- the title? Uh, I think. Good question. I I think Balor. You do. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, A, they just took the title off Adam Cole not that long ago. That's my thing, too. B, I think Adam Cole might have something to do with his retribution faction. I think so, too. And also, it's very good storytelling that kind of fell into their lap where Finn Balor, first universal champion, separates his shoulder on a buckle bomb, has to relinquish the universal title. Carry on cross separates his shoulder Ooh. has to has to relinquish the title. Right. Finn Balor kind of completes Re- the redemption. circle. If yes. You will. Yeah. Even Ashley was like, Is that Finn Balor? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's he's here. <laughs> you know? I think it's great. I think it's great too. They should give him the title. I, I would rather that. I think I would too. Like I said, Adam Cole just held that thing for like right. almost 300 days. Yeah, I'm good with that. And I love Adam Cole. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was hoping the fucking Tommaso Ciampa would win it. That was yeah, my, me too. my pick. It dude. was funny because I walk in and Ashley goes, hey, it's Tommaso. Yeah, or she didn't say it's Tommaso. She's like, it's the guy you like with the beard. And I'm like, yup. And she's like, and the other guy you like, uh, Adam Adam Cole. And I'm like, yes. And then she's like, <laughs> and then, uh, God, who am I missing? She got everybody but Johnny Wrestling, which I was like, fucking A. <laughs> and then I just, I, the whole time I'm like, Please don't show the counter. Please don't show the counter. Because <laughs> I didn't want her to know it was 16 <laughs> minutes long. Well, they weren't counting. Well, they were counting it down. Did, that's at, right. After, yeah. At first, and then it went away. Yeah. It, and, but it they popped ha- up a couple times. Fuck, they said it 10 times. She was on her phone. It was fine. <laughs> she so yeah, she next, watched 50 minutes of it. Well, she didn't watch. She was present. Sure, she was present. She was present for 50 minutes of it. Do We did not watch Payback together because we just watched SummerSlam, and we got all out this week. So we're like, oh, we'll just kind of lay low. But I had some people over, and we watched it out on the on the patio. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah, just the neighborhood. A uh, couple, Joe from next door yeah. and uh, Josh. I don't know. A couple people just kind of came over, so I threw it on. What would you think? thought it was really good, actually. I liked it. 
Um, and I'm not sure if it was just because I was kind of casually watching it, but all the matches seemed pretty damn good. Yeah, there was, I had no beefs. I had no idea what the card was going in other than that triple threat match. I knew like here and there, but yeah, I agree. I love the the storytelling and the the whole like Sasha Banks Bailey thing. That That's, was fun. Bailey taps to to cost them their tag titles. Yes. So Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, right? Yeah. So now Banks in two weeks now has no nope, title. No yes. And Bailey still has her title. <laughs> yeah. That's just gonna be awesome. Yep. Because you know it's coming to a head. It's got to come to a head. Um, Dominic Mysterio, I thought he put in a hell of a performance when him and Ray teamed up against yeah. Rollins and Buddy Murphy. And Buddy, but and, and, they, and Buddy uh, cost him the or no 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 sorry getting my getting my pay per views mixed up. No, I'm not. Well, Mysterio won that with a frog splash. Dominic. Right, but after uh, Buddy went for like the the like the move the Bucks do where they throw the guy in the rope and then he kicks him. I'm thinking of Dominic and Seth on Monday night. Uh, this past Monday? Yeah. Didn't see it. Um, I'd love to hear your raw run back, though, in a few. In a few. Um, the only other thing of note was that Roman Reigns showed up to that triple threat about halfway through. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. But if he's going to be a true heel, that's a heel tactic. Sure. And you got Heyman. Heyman's like, what I love if? <laughs> Yeah. You don't go out until, I don't know, 20 minutes later. <laughs> he comes out and he like hadn't signed the contract yet. That's like right. Oh, he signs literally it. signs it when he's walking on he the aisle. He signs it and True. then runs down. I and don't then, know. And then he like had the chair and then he threw it out and then ran in, but then he ended up eventually getting it. Paul, give me a ref. I, lo <laughs> I love <it. laughs> yeah. the ref sound. Paul, I need a ref. Oh, we had the the ring bust again. We did have the ring bust again. I guess the ref got a bunch of shit for that. Because that was a that was little Nate. He was a little and, and little Nate was a little little late. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. Um, yeah, that's about that's about all I got from there. Roman walked out of there with the with the universal title that he, he never did. lost that he never lost. And it should be noted that he pinned Braun, not Bray. So that True. helps things too. I think True. Um, the only other thing that I watched was new Japan pro wrestling's summer struggle show. Yes. Did you watch that? No. So it was held at Jingu stadium in Tokyo and it was the first outdoor event that new Japan pro wrestling has done since 1999. Holy shit. Yeah. 21 years since they've ran outside. Now they have done stuff like in congruence with ring of honor. Like I think they've done like oh, field yeah, of the, honor. The, yeah. That field some of their guys did, but that was under the ring of honor band. brand. Sure. Um, but it was kind of funny that show in 99 Tetsuya Naito attended and they have him like sitting in the seat that he was in. He like shows his ticket, which you know, isn't actually his ticket. Cause it looks fresh as can be like, <laughs> like that thing was never in a pocket. Or ever, dude. Like, but it's all printed up and it says like the date 99. That's kind of that. cool. So he's sitting there and he's going to main event this thing. Um, one cool thing. Cause this has been, I haven't watched a bunch of the shows leading up to this, but they had this KOPW trophy and tight it's not a title it's a trophy um but it was a tournament and i guess the whole thing was concocted by okada all right this is his idea hmm. and you think about like jericho comes up with you know elimination chamber or money in the bank or right. mimosa madness <laughs> uh. <laughs> i'm just saying um but okada, this is okada's idea i like that and it is a it was an eight-man tournament so it was four matches and they were all stipulation-based matches. Ooh. So, like, one of them was, like, you cannot use your finisher. Oh, okay. Like Desperado against, I don't remember who. Um, 
But yeah, so there was all these stipulation matches, and then the 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 four stipulation matches culminate in a four way match with with the winners. Okay. And it's not elimination. It's like, but it's like anything goes or whatever. Um, and the winner is the KOPW, which I, I'm they never said it, but it's got to be like King of Pro Wrestling, right? Like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. You get the you get the trophy and then you get to defend in stipulation matches. So like every time you defend the trophy, you pick the stipulation. I guess. Oh, that's cool. That's a good idea. I, yeah, I kind of liked it. I like that. Um, so it's just a it's a fatal four way straight up. First one to get a pinfall wins it. And you, you get have, to call the stipulation. I think yeah, so. I would think so. I think that's what they said. So then you just pick the guy whatever's weaknesses. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that. So that's the combatants fun. in this final the, for this fatal four way thing, uh, it's Toro Yano, Okada, yeah, Desperado, and Sonata. So right. you have kind of like all factions represented, represented except Bullet Club, but you you so you got two guys from Chaos in there, Okada and Yano. Yano, yeah. Um, who do you think won this one? <laughs> Can't be Yano, right? Toro Yano pinned Are Okada. Are you serious? Pinned Okada after just kicking him in the dick. <laughs> just fucking nutshot him in the mouth, huh? Yes. And so now Yano's got this title or this trophy, and. It's you think of like a trophy that you would win in pro wrestling. And it's like gigantic. Yeah. No, this thing is like picture um, an Oscar, the little gold statue, <laughs> yeah, it's but, tiny. The, but the arms are up and it's, and it's holding like a little wrestling ring. <laughs> it's tiny. <laughs> it's like a foot tall. If that, I feel like they just made their own 24 seven one. Now with kind Yano, of, you know? but Kevin Kelly's like, think of all the weird stipulation matches that Yano is going to come up with DVD like, merchandise match. Yeah. So that was that. Um, it was super fun. Uh, what else did we get on that show? Uh, the never open weight championship, brutal strong style match uh, against Minoru. It was Minoru Suzuki against Shingo. I thought you were going to say brutal Bob Evans. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not over there. It's like making his return. <laughs> what? All right. They're not letting anybody into Japan. I know. I was like, where? What? All right. Suzuki defeated Shingo for the belt. Okay. IWGP junior heavyweight championship. Uh, Bone Soldier, Taiji Ishimori, he beat Hiromu Takahashi by submission. Hmm, wow. I think, Bunch of upsets on this show. Yeah, I think um, I think it's time for Takahashi to move up. Like, I don't think he's going to be a junior anymore. He was in the, you know, the New Japan Cup, which they don't traditionally let heavyweights or lightweights in. Sometimes. And he fucking made it almost to the finals, so. They'll bump him up. I think he's getting bumped up for sure. Uh, what else on the show? Oh, the tag team belts stayed with Suzuki Goon as Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi defeated Golden Ace. Um, Taichi, I hate that guy. The guy that does the singing. Mass singer, right? Yeah, but you know what? If that's going to be your gimmick, then you got to commit to it. Because he comes out with the fucking mic stand and the and he used to like act like he was actually doing it. Yeah. Now he just like holds it up to his mouth and like almost looks like he's mumbling, but like. He he hates it. Either he hates the gimmick, or he's just so over it, and he just like the, the his voice or whatever. Or I don't even know if it's his no, voice. No, I don't think comes it's out it's on the loud like it's on the track. Yeah, right? yeah, it's on his theme music, and he just like pulls the mic up and act and just he's to the point now where he just puts it by his mouth and doesn't do anything and just fucking annoys the shit out of him. Maybe it's supposed to. And he never hits anybody with it. 
No, I don't think I've ever seen him wrap that mic stand around somebody's head. Well, that's, that's that's ridiculous. That would be my first move, dude. Um, the main event, it was the, the main event was for the double championship evil versus Tetsuya Naito. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the whole story going into this is like, have you seen evil wrestle since he's been in bullet club? No. His gear is completely different. It's like he doesn't have the big robe anymore or the fucking sickle anymore. He's He comes out looking like, uh, well, he's just in like black Bullet and white wrestling stuff. gear. It's mm-hmm. all wrestling gear. It's kind of like weird. Um, but the thing is like Bullet Clubs constantly have the numbers game, right? And LIJ is constantly like, no, that's not how we do things. So they constantly lose. Right. So Bullet Club comes out, you know, you got Gato in there and you got, you know, there's always some fuckery going on. Tokyo Pimp. He did not make an appearance on this show, but yeah, he's, you know what he's always around. Um, but finally, after like there was a lot of Bullet Club interference, a bunch of the LIJ guys came out. So you got like Sonata out there and stuff. They got tired of it? They got tired of it. And they're like, like, fuck it. that. And they're like, we're not going to play this honorable bullshit anymore. We're not going to, we're going to level the playing field kind of thing. Nice. And Naito reclaimed both titles. He got him back. Yes. Nice. And it was very much like a boyhood dream come true thing. When the show opens with him sitting in the seat he was in. With the 21 ticket. years ago with the ticket. No shit. And now he just won the titles That's back. That's pretty cool. And he did say like he's going to defend them individually now, which I think, why That's wouldn't way you? better. Way yes. better. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they're going to make him defend both titles on, on individual shows. Like, yeah. I think like it's going to be like, well, this, this week I'm going to, you know, or this show I'm going to defend this title. Yeah, you're gonna peel s- one of them off and soon, Eventually, but you don't have to, you don't have to force that then. That was yeah. the thing with like. I don't know. Giving They're, everybody the whole key, keys to the kingdom. I don't know. Right. Like, they did that with Keith Lee. They did that with, um, you know, it's like Sasha. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, well, you, if you got to wrestle twice, you're going to probably lose once. Right. Yeah. That's part of it. But it, it bo- both belts shouldn't be on the line in one match. No. Or wait, even one show, I think. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree with you there. That's, um, that's about the crux of what I watched. Um, I want to watch more like weird stuff, but I can't find the time, dude. Yeah, there's. I haven't even watched any weird stuff. What about either. Raw this week? What you said something about Retribution? I guess I want to. I want an update on them because they have not been making their um, presence felt on NXT. I thought for sure they're going to show up at. Uh, no, they're not on NXT at all. Payback, nothing. I thought they're going to show up at Payback. So did I. Okay. I thought that's like. I honestly that's thought why. that's like why we had Payback. Yeah. It's like to pay off this angle. Yes. Nothing. I was like, oh, I, I actually forgot about him, and I'm like, holy shit, Roman uh, Roman Reigns champ. No, uh, Roman no Reigns. So, and then I did it again at Raw. Um, so Ray hurt himself. So yeah, Dominic versus Seth, one on one, and. Uh, no eyes on the line or no eyes in the line. Right. Seth slaps the shit out of buddy. Tells him to, oh, sorry. Murphy tells him, I don't need you fucking this up. Like he did last night. Sends him to the back. Wow. Yeah. Um, let me, ch- let me try to, yeah. It's was, so, it's, was the retribution there was, there was, yes. Like the, identities known or no, no, they just <clears throat> did the same shit they did. They came out at the end of the show and beat up, um, yeah, dude. Not important, really. I just, I just wanted to know they if they did furthered again. the storyline. If it's the same shit, it's the same shit. They did, but they beat up like, uh, what the hell did they beat up at the end? Let's just say it was. No, because Drew McIntyre. It, no, it was a good, it was a good main event. So good, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> 
Oh, it's Randy versus Keith Lee. Yes. Ver- Which oh, they had a hell okay. of a match okay. at Payback, Here, Here's what way. it was. They're like, they're going to do a bunch of matches throughout the night, and the winner of each match is going to be in a triple threat at the end, and the winner of that will face Drew at fucking... What's the next class one? Of, clash of the Champions. Okay. So it probably ended, this week. Or? It ended up, yeah, I'm sure. That actually, we probably missed it. By probably. <laughs> um, it ended up being uh, Seth, Keith Lee, and Randy Orton. Okay. And uh, Randy ended up winning. by <sighs> He stole some shit. Otherwise, it probably would have been Keith Lee. And then Retribution showed up. Okay. And they beat up Rand Man? Rand Man got out of there. Maybe Ran Man's a leader. Yeah, it made me think that too. That's what they want us to think. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that shit gets paid off soon. Like yeah, the hacker angle. Get... <laughs> shit. By the way, Ricochet and um, Ali is on main event this week. Good God. We're not going to do you guys dirty. Come back to another episode next week. Episode 25 at Dork Side of the Ring. Same time, same place. Thank you very much for listening. We love you guys. than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast implants. Bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes.